0: RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Tuesday morning is our Tech Tuesday. Stephen Sykes from Christchurch joins us again. Stephen, welcome back. Good to hear you again. Hope things have been uh, good in the last week. You haven't had any cyber attacks or no one's been trying to um, find out where you are or drill into your data, eh? Not you, anyway. (laughs) Well, if they have, they haven't told me. Yeah, and there's no evidence of it, right? Well, see, this is the tricky thing in the
1: online in the online uh world that uh if things get pinched, you don't always know. Yeah, you until know. something happens and you go, How hang on? What's all this about? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like in the uh in the physical realm, if someone pinches your car from in your garage or up your driveway, it's pretty obvious because it's not
0: there. Yeah. Now, I hear you. Um one thing I'm a bit sick of is um Uh, private numbers calling me. That's been happening a bit, Um, and and I don't answer them now if they're private. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it could be someone who's got your number from somewhere, I don't know, local or overseas about to, well, who knows, unleash a scam, something like that. Yeah, they often know your name too somehow. (laughs) I haven't given them a chance yet, but uh, maybe
1: I'll find out. Who am I? Oh, well, that's when they uh, sell your data. Oh, okay. And, the, and these companies buy it, you know. If they buy names, they buy phone numbers, and
0: then they go around cold calling people. I had one um, also a text which was uh, urging me to. No, if I had two. Uh, two um, uh, that I had a parcel waiting for uh, for me. Yep. And uh, another That's one was one. another one was overdue bill with a very dodgy l- looking sort of pseudo IRD address to it with IRD in the address, but it had numbers and letters all over the place. So that instantly rang the alarm bells, but they're out there that it's happening all the time, folks. I'm sure you're aware. And I think there's been
1: some, uh, some fake ones from the NZTA as well. Oh, really?
0: Yep. Okay. geez, uh, It won't be safe to answer anything soon. Well, have to consider everything you have to uh, be suspicious of before you, before you're sure, obviously.
1: Um, on my to-do list, um, along with um, about a million other things, is <laughs> to find a, a suitable um, a VoIP provider where I can have lots of phone numbers all coming that all point to to you know me the individual, and I can be choosy how I give these numbers out to.
0: Yeah, so you know, if if you know the person that you gave it out to, you know it's them, and that's oh that must be okay. That's all right. I wouldn't have given that number out to anyone I don't trust.
1: Exactly and and so like if you you know had a particular number uh, that you give to your doctor and was used in, in the medical um, uh, across the medical services, if you got a phone call on that particular number from someone else, then you'd yeah. know you'd know the source of the of the data breach or of
0: course all roads lead back to that.
1: yeah. Then, you, then uh, either you know, either there's a data breach or maybe the information about you was sold. Yeah, and then yeah. you could you could choose to do what you want with that. You could then like drop that
0: number entirely um, and get another one or whatever. And advise the doctor. Yeah, you've been hacked, mate. Yeah,
1: why am I getting um, phone calls from you know telemarketers um, on a number that
0: I only gave you? What's going on? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, good thinking. All right. So we've um, last week we talked about home security and that got people's interest. Um, this time, or security in the home with your digital devices, this time, you're still watching that 3D, old 3D TV, are you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it was kind of a novelty, um, not
0: day. turn yeah. on the 3D part anymore. Yeah. People, get, people don't come around, you know, from the neighborhood to watch it. Yeah, but it's not like I advertise it. (laughs) He's got a three D TV. Okay, so um, that was uh, last week, and now we are uh, talking decentralisation. I know what the word means. So how how does that apply in this case? Well, before we get onto decentral, well, onto the particular um,
1: examples of how you can go about decentralising yourself. one thing that um uh, I'm seeing a bit of feedback on uh relates to um how to do stuff with your phone. Um so uh, here I am, you heard this first on RCR. Um I'm doing a service for um people who wish to go down the road of having a de Google phone. Oh okay. uh, so I mean, if if you want to, you can easily go out there and buy something off the shelf that's already been done. You can buy a, a clear phone, and I do know some people that have those already. Um, there's one called about a b o u t about phone, and not that you can source them easily at the moment because he doesn't have a whole lot in stock, if any. Is the Brax Two phone? You know, these are all you know decentralized and um, de googled phones that you can have. Um, but when you look at exchange rates, having to pay GST on things like that that you import, et cetera, et cetera, um, that might not be a viable option for people. And people might also have kicking around in a drawer or um, someone else has got an, an older phone, which they don't use anymore, which is otherwise perfectly fine and is a supported model, then um, you can easily give that phone a new lease of life. And you can use it at the same time as your regular phone, you know, to help you get familiar with the uh, slightly different uh, ecosystem, if you like. It's very familiar, but I think for the most people and the concepts are all, you know, easy peasy. Um, so if that's you and you want some assistance from yours truly on how to get a Google phone, then here's how you do it. Uh, Drop me an email at open tech at postio.neck.net. I didn't know you could get.neck. Uh yeah, well it, it you can get dot if you trip over your words while you're speaking. Okay. Then it's really then it's really
0: easy. Do you want to spell that out just quickly too? Yep. One so more
1: time. Okay. Open source tech, so that's all one word, no spaces, underscores or anything. Um, open. O P E N source S O U R C E Tech T E C H Open Source Tech at Postio.net. Posteo is the German mail provider I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. They are P-O-S-T-E-O.net. And uh, kind of a first and first serve kind of uh, scenario. So if you uh, if that's an avenue you want to explore, um and when I set phones up, you, you get a, you get the um, de-Googled operating system on there. Plus, I install a whole bunch of um, additional apps, which I've mentioned in um, Tech Tuesdays before, you know, Signal, um, Session, Fairmail, um, other web browsers and stuff like that, all pre-installed. And I also do um, a few sheets of paper, which list what these apps are and what you would use them for you know, things that are um, alternatives to the YouTube app, but you can still go to YouTube with them, for example, Um, and some of the settings that I change from the defaults just to make it um, just a a tad more uh, secure, Um, things like that. And I document those too. So if you don't decide that you don't like what I've done,
0: then you can just
1: put it back how you like.
0: Okay, I'm going to be really interested to see – what sort of demand comes through for that, you know?
1: Uh, well, I've, I've already done a few for, you know, people local to me who know me um, and they're loving it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's, like I said, we've got listeners who are conscious of this. It'll be interesting to see if they sort of take you up. So.
1: Yeah, well, um, it's, uh, uh, it, it, it's one thing to be saying to people, you know, well, here's what you shouldn't be doing and here's what you should be doing which is almost useless if uh you don't have a physical way forward it's one thing to to know the path it's another thing to walk the path walking the walk yeah
0: pretty much not just talking not talk something like that (laughs) okay well that sounds pretty cool thank you for doing that all good (laughs) it's like a, a public service Public service. An, honour, an, an, an honourable public service in these times. All right. I wonder what the um, you know, the equivalent of being a de-Googler was, say, 30 or 40 years ago. It wasn't one, really. There was no need. Sorting out your home library.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah um, sticking all your books in either chronological order or sorting by author or Yeah, <laughs> Yeah,
0: something whatever. like that. All right, so yeah, decentralization. What does that exactly mean when, oh, when we say that word in relation to what we're going to be talking about?
1: Yeah, so so most services that we use on the, inter- in, on the internet uh, go to a central point, right? So uh, websites, things like Facebook, all the data is in one location, a central location. So hence the you know the term centralization. So decentralisation, um, or maybe I'll just back up the truck there, um, when you're relying on a centralised service, if it goes away, then you've got to decide, well, what am I going to do now? And the other um, key point with centralization is that they hold all the cards. They make the rules. If you don't like the rules, then tough luck. You either suck it up, but a cut, or you um, move away and don't use it anymore. And when you have centralized systems, then if you are somebody who is, say, producing content that mainstream might not appreciate very much, um, then you can be effectively
0: deplatformed. Like us. Something like that, yeah. So We want to bring us under the broadcasting or the new version of the Broadcasting Standards Association. They can't live with it anymore, you see. Yeah, that's when they start fighting dirty.
1: But, you see, um, the, there's a uh, historian called Martin Kranzenberg who in 1985 said, and, and this will get on to when we talk about um, AI um, soon, um, technology is neither good nor evil nor is it neutral. Yeah. So, so you can you know do with it whatever you you like. If you're using it for nefarious purposes, then you are. If you're using it to um,
0: fight the system, then you are. And do God's work. Yeah. 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 Well, they can pound sand for all I care. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I've been wanting to say that for a while. Go pound sand. Get a real job. All right. Um, sorry, I've um, I've inserted myself in and broken the flow. That's a call. So if, um, you know, people want to start
1: getting away from their reliance on stuff like, uh, say, you know, uh, Google Docs, and things like that, where it's, you know, it's so easy and convenient, but there are other ways, but people, you know, flock to
0: that sort of thing, because that's what's known. Yeah. And also, I think there's a certain amount of Uh, You don't want to be seen to be using something that's not mainstream in front of your peers as well, you know. Oh, aren't you on? Don't you use Google Docs? I've heard that one before. Have you really? Yeah, I have, yeah. Oh. No, not really. Can they read the docs as well, like they can read the emails and all of that?
1: Oh, yeah, yep. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, God.
1: If you put your own files in something like Google Drive, then if you encrypt it before you put the file up there and give the person you're sharing it with the ability to
0: decrypt it, then they can't read that. But they, they shouldn't be reading people's, even if they're providing a service, they shouldn't be able to do that. There should be a law against that, shouldn't there? Well, how do you think they can produce advertisements based upon the stuff you put up there? Yeah.
1: They can't read it.
0: Okay. So we assume everything is readable. Actually yep. every okay.
1: And, and and unless unless it's, you know, by design built in such a way that it's it's not. So um, a simple a simple um, service you could check out, and I've mentioned this before when we talked about email, is mailbox.org. They it's a German provider and they have a online office suite. Um, so you just use it through your web browser, just like you were using, you know, um, Google Docs and things like that. Um, and it allows collaboration. Um, it also has um, shared storage. You can do shared documents, um, video conferencing. They do have their own data centers, so they're not renting server space with, say, Amazon or um, anyone else. And you get a 30-day free trial, so you can, you know, try before you buy sort of thing. Um, and see if it's the shoe that fits your foot, um, particularly if your name is Cinderella.
0: I think that's important. Okay, the shoe fits. Um, I'm wondering if there's a need, to, you know, everyone's talking about information, disinformation, misinformation and security of data. How come I'm not hearing from my own government that all this is vulnerable? How come they're not advising me to be careful?
1: Have you ever heard the phrase, um, this is the reason we don't give guns to monkeys?
0: No, but I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> yeah. But but fair point, isn't it? its is absolutely- If they were really serious about it, that's what they'd be doing on behalf of all New Zealanders, with all their resources and all their endlessly cranking on about mis- and disinformation. Well, if you're using services that they can read, then why would they tell you to oh, want right. to... Pull these socks up. Yeah, because they could benefit too in the end. Exactly, yeah. Find out you're having an affair by looking in a drafts folder. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, so carry on.
1: One, a a system I run is called NextCloud. The reason it's called NextCloud is because the previous name was called OwnCloud, O-W-N Cloud. And that was so that you could provide on your own equipment a cloud-based system, which um, basically worked like Google Docs and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, I I run my own, and you can too, if you want to, on your own hardware. The code is free open source software, so you can download it and run it and set it up um, at home. Or if you don't want to do that at home, then there's a whole bunch of providers that We'll um, set this up for you and, and have it run. So if you just want to use it and don't care about the technical bits and you want to leave the technical bits to someone else, go to nextcloud.com. They've got an instant trial thing that you can do, so you can, like, play with it, um, see how you like um, to use it. You can, you know, you can um, do all the calendaring stuff. There's email, uh, contacts, you know, the office suite, you can share files with people, do group uh, group work. You can do text and video chat, like for using something like Jitsi. You can integrate Twitter and other social platforms into it. Um, you can do, you know, uh, other on the side stuff like view CAD files, annotate PDF files. There's uh, other apps that does finance and even allows you to, to view maps So that's something you can have at home running on something dinky like a miniature Raspberry Pi computer. Um, So I know everyone can't see what I'm showing, Paul, but um, it's a little computer which um, literally is the size of my uh, hand um, and it runs on the sniff of a rogue electron.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, When when people set it up remotely, is, is that through some sort of remote desktop?
1: You can, yeah. Well, you can install on your phone, your laptop, desktop computer and application so that you can synchronize files around. All right. Yeah. Um, and if you want to work on, say, documents, for example, then you just do that through a web browser. And any documents that you, um, say, uh, generate, they're saved in the next cloud system, and then they're automatically synchronized to everything that is um, pointed at it.
0: Okay. Gotcha.
1: So, so this is a cake and eat it thing too. So, um, I don't use Google Drive, There's probably no surprise there. No, no, so, no, big surprise. No, 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 big surprise. And the cool thing is, um, on your home router, you can have. Uh, you need to use a thing called a dynamic DNS service so that you can access your next cloud server sitting at home in the garage or wherever. You can always refer to it by name. So you just type the name into your browser and boof, it talks to your server that's at home. Right. Easy? Um, it can be, yes. I, I use one called, um, well, hang on. Ooh, what is it? There's actually quite a few of them. Um, Dyndns, DNS. dot dns.org, I think it's called. There's a few of them out there. And if your router supports that kind of service, then when your IP address changes, and it will change often with from your ISP. It doesn't matter if that IP address changes. You can always talk
0: to your next cloud server with the same name. Okay. All right. So let's keep moving ahead.
1: So we've got uh, two other options. Uh, We've got uh, first up is uh, Quartal. A couple of people have messaged um, asking about that. So uh, Quartal is like, Portal, the word portal, but the, the P at the front's back to front, so it looks like a Q. So, this is a, a really awesome decentralized um, system. Um, you can do things like websites on it, videos, uh, but it's a distributed censorship proof system. And because it's decentralized um, and the data is replicated across the nodes, then someone can't come along and take you down because it's a decentralised distributed system. So all the data isn't in one place, like, you know, something like Facebook or any other web service. If that system gets taken down, the data's gone. But on something like Quartal, and the website is um, qorta org. Um if your node that you happen to be running at home gets taken down, then no big deal because the data is still s- distributed across other systems.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Well, that's handy. It's it's also so handy. It's free. You can just go to the website and download um, download what you need to for the system that you've got. It's free open source software, which is also awesome. So you can you know, it's fully transparent to, you know, you know what it's doing or at least somebody has the ability to look at that code and verify that it does what it claims
0: and, you know, find bugs, things like that. Um, Yeah. Open source, the more you talk about it, the more you realize that it's, it's quite a gift really, isn't it? Open source software. Oh, absolutely.
1: It's, it's, um, uh, how can you trust that which can't be read?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you, don't, you have no way of looking into it. And someone would have looked at that code, right? And if there was anything dodgy about it, I guess there are enough people doing that that something would have been flagged.
1: Yes. They're, um, they're a bit short on funds, but this is kind of a labor of love kind of project. Um, because they see the value in, in doing this. Because, as I argued for, um, you know, a few weeks ago when I talked about privacy, um, if you don't have privacy, then you um you don't have freedom. No freedom. Do- freedom doesn't exist, and Cortal allows us to um, even. Uh, it even has its own uh, own currency. So oh, really. Yep, it, it, it's called a Quart, uh, Q-O-R-T. Yeah. Um, and you can register your, your own name on the Quartal system. And long-term, uh, they have the vision of you You don't even really need your internet service provider anymore. Potentially, you wouldn't even need the internet because oh. you you oh. create a, your own mesh network, right? So, so you're running a node at home. On, on a Raspberry Pi 4 computer, very low power, which you can then run off a uh, USB, um, uh, what do you call those things, uh, battery bank, power yep. bank things, Yep. Yep. And a, and a solar panel, and that thing will just go. Mm. And if you're using wireless, then it will see, say, your neighbor's one or someone else down the street. And then so you two are connected, and then – your neighbour is oh, okay. Yeah, your, yeah. your neighbour is physically closer to the next person than what you are. So even without the internet, so long as you've got you know power source, and if they cut off our electricity, then arguably we've got bigger problems. Um,
0: yeah, we have. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Then you kind of don't need your ISP and you don't need the internet as it is. And when you when you've got um, data distributed, it's not in one place. Yeah. And you only look at the stuff that you care about, you know, a bit like watching TV. I don't want to watch that program or watch something else. So you've got a choice um, about things that interest you. So uh, it's it's
0: fantastic, um, really. Um, So if you were setting up a kind of alternative community, that's the sort of infrastructure you'd look at.
1: Exactly, exactly. And because you can't be deplatformed on it, because it's built in a way that you can't be, um, it doesn't rely on the DNS system. So, you know when you uh, go to a website and you type in the address into your browser, that name that you type in that web address, uh, if someone comes along, even though you've purchased the use of that for a year or however long you you pay for, if someone higher up the food chain comes along and uh, takes that over, then no one can find you anymore. Okay. Because they can't get to your site. It's it it's gone. But on on a distributed decentralized system, you can't do that. There is yeah. no there is no central point of failure.
0: I like that. That sounds good. And and those um you know misinformation, disinformation people are pounding them, their desk because they can't find anything you're saying. Well,
1: exactly, and and if somebody in a particular jurisdiction says, okay, well, we don't like the content you're publishing or whatever, uh, we're going to take you down, then okay, how are you going to go and police that when it's distributed across the planet? Try enforcing Uh, 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 that. Impossible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, Uh, so let's um, go to the next thing. Well, the other possibility to look into,
1: which is kind of exciting and quite ticky and nerdy, I guess, is a thing called Urbit. It's spelled U R B I T and they've got a website,
0: as most people do these days. Don't tell me they're Swiss or German.
1: Uh neither. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else has been. <laughs> well, so far. Yes. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah ur- Urbit Um, so Urbit is another decentralized uh, platform. It's basically a virtual city of cloud services, or service servers, I should say. Um, they don't have to be hosted in the cloud. They can be hosted um, at your house, just like you can if you're using a Quartal setup. Um, to put of a t- ticky-sounding description on it, um, Erbit is a software stack designed to implement an encrypted peer-to-peer network of general-purpose personal servers, um and uh, under under Urbit, just like Quartal, you have your um your own ID, which is just a number and it just gets converted to a name. Um uh, and you can purchase these, I think it's about 25 bucks. Um, that might be American. I need to go pre check. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're lucky like me, um, some kind soul might might gift you an ID.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Now when you say um not in the cloud, but like in the cloud. Are we talking about dedicated servers, or is it distributed around people who are or, or members or who are involved in the, How does that work?
1: Well, the the cloud is just a um, fancy term for someone else's computer. Okay, <laughs> never so, forget that.
0: Yeah, it's just someone else's computer. That's all. It, that's all it ever so, is. So, a file you could be accessing could literally be coming from someone else's computer sitting in their little office space or or wherever. Like that, absolutely. Yep, wow, okay,
1: definitely. Um, I have using Urbit, um, played a game of chess with someone um, on, on the Urbit network. Okay, um, Boy, so that's really it,
0: doing it for yourself, isn't it? It really yeah, it is. is,
1: yeah, and um, ultimately, you can host sites in the same way that you can on Quartal as well. So instead of the regular web. Uh, website that you go to for someone, you can exist on the Urbit network as well. And one of the the cool things, you know, because you have to purchase an ID, or if you're lucky, get gifted one. Like you. Like yeah. me. Um, then if somebody tries to harass you, um, do something nefarious towards you, and you don't want to hear from um, that person again, you just simply block them. And in order for them to... Start harassing you again. They need to either purchase another um, ID or get lucky twice and <laughs> get get yeah. that another one. Yeah.
0: what are the odds of that?
1: Yeah, um, there's there's a, a a meetup if you happen to be in Christchurch um, at the moment. It's sort of uh, the end of the month. Um, the next one is happening on June twenty fourth. Um, it tends to be which is a Saturday um they're always hosted at um i can't believe the name's just escaped me um lotus heart on sanesof street oh okay yep um so it's about 10 1030 to 12 and you can uh meet people there who are also interested uh in Urbit and finding out a little bit more when when you look at the system it looks like um i guess you could say instead of net surfing it's more like net Paddling.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> that indicates so, a slightly slower pace.
1: Yeah, but you know, these things take time to to evolve and develop. Urbit, um, like Quartal, doesn't have um, uh, capital, you know, venture capital um, investment, things like that. So naturally, these things do take a little bit longer to um, mature.
0: Yeah, I understand that. But then you don't have the strings attached to that either. Correct. Okay.
1: You, you don't have a uh, you don't have um, a company board to impress,
0: um, and you know. and who are wanting to sell data?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yep, sell data, take data, whichever.
0: Well, it sounds like a very relaxed um, occasion that you just told us about coming up on the twenty fourth of June. I can just imagine the urbit community sitting it's, around there and uh, doing the Urbit thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's small at the moment, but. Um, uh it's another thing yes i know it's another thing on on our plates to to uh to handle but uh i you know the boot got relaxed if you like when um, certain restrictions were lifted yeah but the boots coming back um and there's lots of boots coming back
0: even harder yeah even even
1: harder the second time round so um I mean, you know, going back to when I said at the beginning of this talk that, uh, you know, if you want to have a de-Googled phone, then yes, you can go and buy one. Or if you like, I can, I'm more than happy to to assist. Um, and some people have said to me, yeah, I, ne- I need to get onto that. And I know there's it's very hard balancing everything, um, but what's going to motivate you really? Um,
0: necessity. What-
1: Yeah, well, I mean, what has to happen in in life or in society for you to realize that, oh, okay, I need to get this done ASAP?
0: Well, I I get the feeling that that, um, if it hasn't, well, it probably isn't mass out there, but people will be faced with this, you know, in their face at some point, surely.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, phones are spying on people all the time. Um, a lot of their technology is, I mean, I talked last time about smart TVs doing exactly the same thing. Smart things. Yeah. Um, smart, but not too useful. Uh, there's ways around stuff. And, you know, I believe technology is, is a two-edged sword. It depends which side you're on. It can be used for, for good purposes or not so good purposes. Um the trouble is that the um, not-so-good purposes are typically just shoved in our face, and that's all
0: we think exists. Yeah, with a misdirection play. With a misdirection play, yeah. Yeah. No, don't look over there. Look over there. Look at all yeah. the benefits. Yeah,
1: look at the sleight of hand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just think, um, okay, you give up every bit of information, and uh, we'll tell you um, what you need to have next time you log on and uh, maybe even what to think, but just think of the convenience.
1: Well, you know how I've talked about how data about you gets sold so that you can, you know, um, be nudged into thinking in a certain way. If you want to be less predictable, you could consider re um, reevaluating everything you do. So like, um, so you're less predictable, you know, maybe sleep on the other side of the bed or set your alarm to a different time or um, go and shop at a different
0: supermarket if you've got you Know if you're not living rurally
1: and you've got choices. Um,
0: so what, you're telling different? me that the GPS in your phone can tell it can get down to the um the resolution of what side of the bed you're on. Uh, probably can know, actually.
1: Well, yeah, maybe not.
0: Um, not yet,
1: but it, it's more like creating new habits.
0: Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, start if- small. If AI, let's say, is trying to um, create patterns of behaviour um, and turn that into some sort of formula, if you don't, if you don't exhibit obvious patterns, then they're going to have a hell of a job.
1: It's harder to hit moving targets.
0: Yeah, well put.
1: All right. So that is that. Erbit. I think that's Erbit. Yes. If you if you want to know more and uh, you are local to Christchurch, then um, on June twenty-four is the next meetup. At um, Lotus Heart. On, Can't on the you have it left. virtual? No, because then you, it's, you can go and have something to eat while you're there. Uh,
0: what if I want to drop in?
1: Well, you can. You just might need to fly.
0: Oh, okay. Then I'd have to give up all my details to the airline.
1: Well, otherwise you can thumb a ride.
0: Yeah, no, I could do. Stow away on the ferry if it's working.
1: If it's working. Yeah,
0: hide in the boot of a car. I bet that's been done before.
1: Oh, undoubtedly.
0: Yeah. All right. So um, mention again, I think um, we, we talked about the the blog that you're intending to put up and that's, ta- that's a work in progress, but it will be coming. It'll be a central thing. I mean, it's not like going to be individualized. It'll just be information up there where people can go and have a look and it will kind of cover, I guess, the uh, uh, FAQs that come out of our chats.
1: Yeah, something like that. I mean, um, I'm not thinking that would be um, a massive comprehensive uh, um, section each time we talk, but, you know, um, key points or uh, URLs to go and look at um, just to lead you off in directions so you can go and look things up um, in your own time,
0: that sort of thing. And the uh google service, give us the contact details again because I, I think you'll get some for that. Okay, so the email
1: address you want to use is tech at postio.net. Got it.
0: And that's E-O in the postio. Yep, the that's end. right. That's EO. right. I think, right. That's how you, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's
1: German, right? Uh, I guess so, Yeah, given <laughs> that it's a German service.
0: Why is it, I'm curious, why is it um, uh, Europeans, that those European nations, probably more, is there a bit more of a rebellious streak there, do you think?
1: Well, it <clears throat> could be that they just, by and large, have better um, privacy laws. Like, for example, when we was talking about VPNs, um, under Swiss law, uh, VPN providers do not have to keep logs. Oh yes, I remember
0: you saying that. Yeah, they don't have to do, to do it. There's, um, they could there's, choose to do it, but they don't have to. And if you don't, if you choose not to, there's no one that's going to say, "Hey, you should have kept the logs." You're in court. We're yeah. shutting you down. Yeah, for now.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, for now. But at the same time, if they go and change the rules, then that's going to um, upset quite a lot of people. Just in, in the same way that. Uh, um, the UK are now looking at um, create, basically creating a blueprint that other um, cities and countries can use for um, massive digital surveillance. Yeah. That's a
0: conversation for another day. Yeah, well, there's um, a discussion document out here in, from, I think, the Internal Affairs Department now looking, uh, I mean, the, 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 it's the discussion points, but you can see where they're going, to bring... Um, the digital space under effectively the Broadcasting Standards Authority jurisdiction, all of like. So you can see the creep.
1: You can see the creep, but at the, at the same time, it's like uh, good luck enforcing that.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. But they they want to know. They want to control, it seems, always. Never give up. I think this ego is involved somewhere along the lines. I think you're right. All right, that's another check Tuesday. Anything to um, clean up the tail end with, or are we done? I think we're done, and uh, with a bit of luck, next time. Um, oh, yeah, what's oh, next? Well, I think it'll be my take on AI. Yeah, well, that's a fascinating one, we've had some people, you know, guests talking about AI. Mm. On, on this channel so and we've sort of riffed a bit about it and uh, I think the previous tech Tuesday we did so that's that's going to be really interesting and I see already um just in the last few days um, there have been a whole bunch of AI people including someone who was behind chat GTP name escapes me again warning the world mm. of the downside so that that seems to be quite a regular thing those yeah. warnings Sam Altman Sam Altman that's the guy now if he's saying it yeah hey, There's something in it, is there?
1: Yeah, um, I I can see, you know, I can see some benefits and I can see some um,
0: downsides too. Yeah. We're not letting you out of the 15-minute city, Stephen. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you will. You've eaten (laughs) too. Yeah, you will. (laughs) If anyone could get out, it's you. All right, good to chat with you again, and we'll um, talk next Tuesday. Okay, sounds good. See you then. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.